What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys. This is the Two Aqua Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner and argumentative banter, Hendrix. What's going on? And I am KC in the place to be. And that place is the 2 a.m. podcast each and every week, bringing you our aqua take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. What the fuck is up, y'all? What's going on, good people? How are you guys doing? I hope you guys are all doing well. Hope you're living your very best life, trapping out the bando, enjoying the beginning of a new season. And, um, you know, just dancing and emphasizing, trapping, whatever the fuck. What's up, uh, Hendrix? What's going on? How's life? Well, niggas need to stop, you know, really enjoying this season because niggas is wild already. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm doing, I'm good. I'm blessed, you know. I can say I can say that now. I'm old. I can say that. I'm blessed. Yes, Hendrix had a birthday while we were away. He is officially old as hell. No. 30s to them 20. No hove, it's not. <laughs> 30s the same old damn 30. So, <laughs> Hendrix is here grown and old as fuck and um we're still we're still here youthful and blessed. Nigga, you on your way. Ooh, I serve a mighty God. I'm 21. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, everybody have like their little, uh, I'm going to get my industry bag. (laughs) have an industry age. I'm 21. You didn't get carded yesterday, did you? I did, actually. Uh, I get carded everywhere I go. Mm. I get carded when I go buy like Rellos, nigga. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Like, but I'm saying you got to be 18 for that, so. I definitely get carded. I'm trying to think if I got carded at the liquor store. I did. He carded me. He did. Because my friend was like, I ain't got my shit, bitch. You gotta get <laughs> I lost my shit. So, yes. I hope you guys are all doing well. Hope you've been enjoying the past couple of weeks. Um, Hope you enjoyed your Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mothers out there and all that jazz. That's when uh, Hendrix's uh, birthday was. So, he really didn't matter that day at all. But Not at fucking all. But we yeah, s- we're yeah. going to acknowledge him on our platform and say, happy belated birthday, Hendrix, you old sack of shit. Thank you. Oh, you're so very welcome. Uh, it's so we suck. It. You know what? I All right, I'm be honest. Like the, the birthday uh, the birthday bag was kind of like empty this year. What you mean? Like, like, you know how you, you know, everybody reach out and shit. And Nobody was really. Even like on Facebook and shit, it was like a little lukewarm and shit. I'm like, all right, well, fuck y'all then. People was really doing it. It was in their mother's day bag. They yeah, really everybody trying to like they like their mamas and their baby mamas and shit like that. Man, like, bro, yeah. Fuck out of here. Those multiple posts by niggas about from all, for all their baby mamas was uh, nice to see. <laughs> I seen that. That was cool. Swipe left. Tell me some <laughs> shout out to all my baby mamas. Nigga. Mm. Tell me some swipe. I swiped ten times. Man, mm, no comment. Well, y'all, y'all gotta relax on that shit. Shout out to all y'all. Shout out to all the clubs you shot up and the ones you will in the future. I'm just trying to get you. <laughs> what? I don't agree with that message at all. Why? We can't shout them out. They doing it anyway. They're gonna do it regardless. We're not encouraging it. We're just in support of right, whatever you want to do. 
That's why fucking bees is going extinct. It's too many of you niggas. Stop it. Man, but they just said that the birth rate is down. Yeah, like the no first birds, time no in like 30 years yeah. or some shit. Y'all niggas need to stop it. Uh, somebody fucking. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's not everybody got kids, but I guess that kind of that ideology is kind of backfiring now because it's like now we're just actually old. So I guess we're aged to have kids now. <laughs> but Not I. Well, no, no, no. I'm never going to be kids or <laughs> age appropriate. <laughs> I was I was talking to somebody. I was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not having your kids. It's like, oh, I, oh, you don't want children. I'm like, you can't ask me that. I'm 30, 21. Do the step daddy. Like, you don't know, nigga. No kids out this motherfucker. We done. We shot. We shut. We shut the whole shit down. Yeah, I'm not that far away from a vasectomy, so I'm kind of excited. You, you don't have one. Yeah. What the fuck you mean? Am I going? Yes. You don't have no kids. So, but y'all should have reversal, right? I, I, I'm not exploring that option. So, I don't okay, know. you're gonna get married, and then your wife gonna be like, Where the baby's at? And your ass gonna be like, Should have had snip. one before me, my nigga. Fuck out of here. What if she wanted to have it with her husband, nigga? Well, she should have got a husband a little bit faster. Should've. Wow. The reward you get, ladies, I fucking should. with these niggas. No, nigga, the reward you get is. <laughs> Three kids. <laughs> no, no, Never mind. No. All right, moving right along. No <laughs> motherfucking children. Moving right along. I say yeah, I mean, actually, I need, actually, I need to stop fucking the way they uh, putting out these fucking abortion laws, nigga. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Y'all running out of options. Just look, scary time. Scary <laughs> hours. Spooky hours. <laughs> <laughs> spooky hours. <yeah. laughs> All right, I this guess. Uh, what hour. else is going on? I think we got some music. We got a. DJ Khaled's album finally. I don't even want to look at Hendrix because I already know how he feels <laughs> about it. Um, I will say I was real, real getting some real chills listening to that uh, Nipsey song and seeing the video. It was that was a definitely a weird experience. It was just like, damn, like it's a new song, a new video. And, you know, this man passed away two months ago, so it was kind of sad. <laughs> it was just like, oh gosh. I saw the Tupac comparison think piece last night on Twitter, and I, I closed my phone. Like I didn't see that thing, God. I mean, it was just the you know the I am the I ain't mad at you video. You know, Tupac had on the white silk suit, and you know, and the the higher video. that was the video what he shot before he died, and then they came yeah. out. See, I didn't know that. So in this video that they shot before Nipsey died, he had on the blue silk suit, and you know. All right, nigga. But see that. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I said As much as we love and respect Nipsey Hussle uh, I mean let Nipsey be Nipsey bro Like That's that's kind of the thing Now Right like, we don't need uh, We have Tupac And we have Nipsey We don't need to be like Oh this is the second coming of Pac Like we don't need all that shit Just shut the yeah. fuck up Just shut up and sit down Gee, You know it, He had all those people around It was like Jesus and the disciples Like I, Oh lord <laughs> uh, Okay. I love you. I don't have time for that. But anyways, yes. I enjoyed that. It was um it was definitely like, oh my god, this is sad. And then seeing like Lauren Love's London Post and the lyric in the song and all Yeah, that shout song. out to DJ Khaled for uh um putting the proceeds to the single for his family. So yeah, that was dope. That was definitely very cool. Good. Um What other what other music came out? Uh Megan Thee Stallion. I'm trash, bro. Damn. Great content. Damn. <laughs> it's great. 
Great content. Uh, it was. I, I will say this: it wasn't um, Tina Snow, but it was good. Um, I want niggas to let her have her shine and shit. Like, yes, yeah, she talks about sex a lot, um, <laughs> but yeah, like that's it's no different from niggas talking about drugs and shit and yeah. shooting niggas. Like, let her have her shit. It's cool. I think people just feel like I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea why niggas do that. They're so um like. I don't even know. Like, they could do these things, but then when it's something that when a woman do a bit, that's a whole conversation. Because, actually, while we've been gone, I decided, actually, to stop giving a fuck about y'all, so. Who? People. Men. Um. People's opinions. Well, you'll be back. Don't worry about it. All of that. <laughs> She'll be back. Don't worry. No, I'm done, fuckface. Also, Big Old Freak wasn't even on his album. No. Okay. Uh, Sex Talk was the only single that made it to the album But uh Yeah it was a decent project Okay I mean we got a lot of decent I'm gonna music. have to check that out Oh yeah Tyler Creator dropped as well Look, man. I heard some good things about that actually Except for you cause you're essentially You already know who you are No I like I hate Tyler's album The best out of the three albums that dropped But I feel like Tyler is Searching for something as an artist And He's struggling to find it. Hmm. Like, Interesting you know what I'm saying? He came out and everything, and he's open with, you know, who he is and shit. But, like, musically, like, it doesn't have to be that. But I don't think it's all, I don't think it's all, um, just that, too. You gotta think about the music they were making when they came out, our future as a whole. Like, they had that very, um, you know, punkish rock like rap kind of collab with like the very like the lyrics for shock value the videos shock value value all the stuff like that and then him actually growing up and maturing and then like trying to see where he gonna go with with his music from there because it was like it's easy when no one knows who you are and you like yeah i'm gonna crash the plane that bob is in and stab Haley, and you can say that shit when no one knows who the fuck you are but now you're probably friends and you're in the industry and you can't be like oh yeah rape these bitches and bitch suck dick even though those are some of my favorite songs <laughs> from my future yeah i think i think that's becoming an issue with me as far as music goes it's like we don't understand how long like these people stay around like you know you have some like the old school acts and shit like that but i wouldn't want to hear from any of them niggas like what you mean i mean like you know like the 90s the early 2000s shit like if nelly came out with an album today like i would not listen to it Ludacris what? came out with an album today i would not it's listen to it in my head so, so i feel like that's kind of where we at with a lot of artists from our generation like to where you know what I'm saying like the last couple Kid Cudi albums and shit like the last couple Drake albums uh, I don't think nobody feels like that about Drake though they should but they won't just because of how he's positioned but yeah it's a lot of people who put out shit that feels like they're searching for a you do you feel like that about Drake yes Drake is searching for a sound hmm I feel like he's been pretty consistent with his uh Sound. I definitely feel like he makes a uh, a combination of his signature with whatever 
is popping at the time, which is why I feel like he continues to stay relevant because he makes the stuff that everybody is listening to. He is the stuff that people are listening to and what is almost always branched off of what he's doing, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, when you position yourself as the biggest artist in your industry, yeah, you can do stuff like that. But that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, he always going to be relevant because he does that combination of all of those things, you know what I'm saying? Somebody said that uh, it was so it was some rapper talking about <laughs> he went to Colombia and got abs and shit like that. Was oh funny. yeah, I've seen somebody say that. He did post that picture looking like Zaddy. I said, oh, I'm like, I literally put that on Twitter. Like, Wouldn't Drake get fine? Like, cause I never really thought he was cute. Just like damn, I thought he nigga. was cute on um, Degrassi, but that might have been just because he was the only black guy. Just like damn, nigga, what happened to your belly button? It looked a little crooked. Yeah, I'm about to go to DR <laughs> and get some work now. Somebody just told me about that. I didn't know, but now. No comment. About to go get nipped and tucked, That's nigga. No comment. Them, them out of state trips. I mean, out of country trips. Man. I literally was Googling and it was saying like all the stuff I need to do. Make sure my hemoglobin is right. No, remember when we went to uh, Mexico? Like the little, like the drugstore and shit. Like they were selling steroids in it for the low. I mean, why not? <laughs> for the low, low. They were selling steroids. So, yeah. It's, it's wild outside of the country. Definitely um, going to DR. Be back. Body coming soon. As long as you don't go to Dubai, we good. Body in work in progress. Yeah, on Dubai trips. I'm about to do a. Uh, I'm about to go get my get my body done and then do a nasty fitness roll rollout. <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> I'm about to start advertising flat tummy teeth after that I had everything sucked and tucked about to be. That's the way new wave. What nigga? What? No, I just started going down like my. Instagram timeline like oh fitness model like but you don't work out. So, <laughs> I gotta do is put a waist a waist eraser on and take a picture of some fitness clothes that somebody sent you, nigga. I'm selling merch. I'm selling tea, vitamins, all that. Everything. This, Body was bought like a motherfucker, but yeah, it don't I'm, matter. I'm selling all this shit. That's wild. And then if you say something nowadays, you're a hater, so you can't even speak on it. Exactly. Because then you just hating. So I'm glad I got a platform that I own that uh I can spew my bullshit on. You were a hater. Like, bro. I'm Bobby one too. It like, don't bro, even matter. Don't even, like that's not even a fitness body. Like it's not no, a gym body. No, it's not, it's not at all. <laughs> that's a gym body. Damn me knowing. But anyways, I'm trying to think what else is that all the music that came out? I think so. Oh, I didn't talk about DJ Kelly's album. My bad. Oh um, yeah. It's not I'm not gonna say it's trash, but <laughs> It I didn't. like some of the tracks on there actually. It didn't. I mean, in comparison, it didn't really live up to um, his last couple. See, I don't projects. really like most of DJ Khaled's album. To be honest with you, like it's always like a couple songs that I like. Yeah, like but Major Key was like. Major Key had the most on it. I like. I like. Yeah, Major I think. Key, you play front to back. Like this one is like ah. Because okay, even okay, the last cool. one, I didn't, really, I didn't really like Grateful like that. I don't even remember that shit. Me either. <laughs> That's when I got the key. Maybe. I think so. That was the first one with the baby, right? Mm. He obsessed with that damn baby. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's a, that's a rich-ass baby, bro. That's crazy. That baby rich as hell. But yeah, uh, I think... I like the Cardi song. I like the Meek song. I think Meek got a couple on there. I like the... Uh, I'll say which one? No. I like the Stay one. I think I like the... Uh, Chris Brown song, even though I think I heard that song 10 times. But that just might be the time we're in. 
I'm saying like I've heard that same song made ten times without yeah, me. Yeah, I, okay. I knew exactly what you were saying. And I was surprised to see that. Uh, I mean, I guess it made sense because he hadn't dropped the album since. But I was surprised to see that No Brainer and Top Off was on there. But I guess that he hasn't dropped the album since. But those songs are like I feel like those songs are like two years fucking old. It's just one. That is part of my biggest issue. It's like you could have gave us two throwaways and left those off. Because neither one of those were great songs. I feel like Top Off did better than fucking No Burner. I, I think I, I didn't even know about that song. I randomly seen a video for it. And I was just like, oh, okay. All right, but Top Off was one of the less than sell, less than stellar um, DJ Khaled singles. Like, that didn't get the traction that it probably should have, I guess, given the time period. You know, you got Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Future on the same song. Like, oh. That's I was happy hit. to see Future not on there. Was he not on there? I don't pay attention to the future like that. I don't know, but I was happy to see that he wasn't there. I didn't. I don't know if he was, but I don't think I saw something. No, so we I just, got. I'm misquoting myself. Yeah, Travis Scott instead of Future. Okay, I mean, obviously besides Top Off, Top Off's on there, but he don't have no other songs on there, and he can fuck up for me. So cool, 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 cool. Um, on a smaller note, I am newly obsessed with Eleven Eleven. He's an R&B singer from Toronto. Everybody's from Canada now. But, um, yeah. He's an um, R&B singer from Toronto. Really great artist. He has a couple songs I really like. I think one is called Good Love. One is called All Year. But I listened to some of his other stuff once I found those. And I'm like, oh, he's just dope all around. So, if you like R&B, I would check him out. Also, Yo Train. Also, Lucky Day. Like, just, like, more low-key, smaller name artists. Um that are worth a listen if you like R&B. It's artists like that maybe realize, like, R&B is actually in a really good spot right now. If people stop saying that Chris Brown's an R&B singer, but I'm not about to have that argument with y'all no more. Because, yeah, nigga don't make R&B music. I want y'all to listen to those artists and listen to a Chris Brown song and tell me he make R&B music. All right. I'm not. I mean, I'm not dying on that horse. I'm not on that lit. On that. <laughs> That's not the hell I'm going to die on. But I'm going to say I'm not about to argue with y'all. Y'all lucky that we came back after the Aisha Curry shit kind of blew over because I was just arguing all kind of niggas about that shit. You know, um, as creatives, sometimes you do shit intentionally, and I do that a lot, whether whether or not Casey knows that. I don't know. I don't, I'm really just the, um, he's the brains behind this. I'm really just the workhorse. <laughs> well, that's not true. Okay, I'm just a voice, and he do everything else. Okay, literally everything that's else. Better. That's better. I just, I just show up. Actually, I don't have to show up. I just get out of my bed and walk in the next room. Pretty, oh man, a little behind the scenes. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like some weeks, I'm just like, yeah, no, we not, we not, because I don't have the energy. Because but honestly, once that happened, because I, I literally cleaned out my whole social media of all the fuck niggas in my, in my, on my Facebook. Everything actually, I'm on social media. I've deleted everybody who has something stupid to say that I don't like. I mean, we can actually kind of transition into that because I do have a less than um, look <clears throat> what um, Aisha Curry said. Everybody knows what she said. I'm not gonna rehash that shit, but uh, it was a very, it was a very human moment. <clears throat> Unfortunately, in 2019, you can't be human. All our human moments are either broadcast on social media or we in- intentionally uh, broadcast them out to social media. Like she was on a safe, safe platform for women uh, on the Red Table Talk and 
she expressed what she goes through. And that's the that niggas didn't even like actually I realized that too. Niggas didn't actually watch the interview. They were literally just judging based on a headline or a clip when I actually watched the whole interview. It was like actually well, yeah. It was literally well, yeah, that's this generation. Anyway, but it literally was like a small part of the entire conversation that they had and it was very like blew over. Like it was just like, oh Jada agree with her. Oh, I was like that when I was younger. And then they just kept it pushing. And it was just like the way y'all niggas blew that shit up was just crazy. Yeah, that was bullshit. Jada I deleted Pink. so many people that I actually knew. Nobody ever looked at Jada Pink in front. No, and it's somebody like fucking uh, a different world. Nobody ever looked at her like, oh yeah, she had, yeah, yeah, she had, right. no, nigga, she always been cute. Fuck out of here. But I'm just saying, it's more. It's not really about being logical because Aisha Curry is attractive too. It's about being. Insecure. It's about insecurity, which is what she said. No, I mean what she said. I I completely agree. Like, yeah, I've never looked at Aisha Curry like, oh my god, like she, she's so sexy. Like I would fuck the shit out of her. Like, what a a wonderful wife and mother. I mean, clearly he fucking shot at her. This is like, dude, he keeps shooting the club up. Like, okay, that's Steph's wife. Like, I see her on a cooking channel and shit like that. Like, man, I don't look at her like in the same regards as I look at a Rihanna because they don't broadcast themselves in the same way. And I understood exactly what she meant because that's kind of how it is living as a normal person. Like, when you don't put yourself out there to be that, nine times out of ten, you don't get that type of attention. Yeah. It's really hard to be both, I think. Yeah. Like. They won't let you. You you can't. Yeah. Women aren't allowed to be multifaceted. And and I'm just just always going to, like, champion that shit. I seen a post on Twitter that was like, are y'all going to be city girls, Janaeikos, or... It was something else. And I was like, all three. All three. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're, but those the same niggas that want to be Future and, and Drake in the same day. Like, yeah. And Drake don't know if he want to be Future or Drake in the same day. <laughs> that's a fair point. That's a very fair point. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. But I mean... That's the thing, though. I really don't understand when everything... Well, y'all stupid, so... <laughs> I don't every, understand why everything became so black and white. When did everything become either or? Is my life has never been either or, unless it's like either I like you or I don't. Then that's that's either or. But anyway, I'm saying like as far as like characteristics or like I could be multiple things. I'm capable of so many things. We need a camera in here. Why is it? <laughs> Just so people, my face is right, worth the price. Yeah, have to put on. That's true. I will though. I will. Anyways, yeah, it's like I never understood that, but honestly, once I had that, once that whole thing came out, and I was arguing with like forty five niggas on Facebook, I feel like I was just like in the Matrix, Neo fighting all these niggas at one time, and it was just so much, and I was just like, you know, I'm done, I'm done having an opinion. I realized I couldn't do that because this is literally what I come on here and do every week, but. I'm done having my opinion anywhere else besides here because I just don't have it. I would just delete you niggas without even saying nothing. Without letting y'all know that I was deleting y'all. Because I literally told y'all stuff. Like, this one nigga was like, you deleted me? I told you. It said it in the post. It said, expose yourselves. And you and nigga went on there and did that. <laughs> I, I deleted niggas. I actually knew. Niggas I knew for years. My fucking mechanic deleted that nigga. He's stupid. He say stupid shit. He was one of them niggas that was like... Bro, what? you can't delete the mechanic, my nigga. I got his number, but yeah, I, mean, I don't want to see his stupid ass opinions on Facebook. <laughs> Slap the fuck out. <laughs> so 
slide out. I deleted a lot of niggas. I learned some people I went to high school with. Oh, Aisha Curry, shut your stupid ass up. And it's so funny because niggas always like, that's their favorite thing to say. If Steph would have said it, Steph would have said it. He's the million dollar basketball player. He's the one getting all the attention. Y'all can't make a, but if this was a situation thing out of everything, you can't do that because it, it's not logical. I mean, that's kind of what, when I read it, I went back and listened to an extended snippet of the interview. I was like, damn, that's tough. Like, good luck with that. Like, because it's a normal fucking emotion. Everybody goes through that shit. Like, it's okay. Yeah. It everybody that. does. That's why I'm like. Yes. When it, it I shit, out, like, I don't got no nigga. When I come home and I don't get hit on, I'll be feeling some, Well, I guess one. Whatever. I go home somewhere and I don't get hit on. I'll be like, nigga, I put my, my shower today, nigga. Okay. <laughs> I got my good perfume on, nigga. Oh yeah, that's this. You know, for me, that's the worst. I'm like, like you got me fucked up, nigga. That was the YSL, nigga. Y'all got me fucked up. Like damn, you bitch, you smell can't this smell shit, me? nigga. You can't smell me, bitch. I walk past for twice. Real? You, you ain't see so. that. You ain't see that. You ain't see this smile, nigga. The dimples, nigga. You ain't see that. All right, then. Fuck y'all, niggas. I don't know. It might have been that smile. You know, with one of your eyes go, like, closed and shit. You know, yeah, you're doing it right now. <laughs> you got that little, little cock eye smile and shit. You ain't got no fucking cock eye Fuck my cock lips. Fuck you. All right, sorry. Bro, it's getting dark as shit. Up, it bro. is. It's scary. Man, anyways. I think that's, huh, I guess we, we are already on six hours. Oh, yeah, we don't point. have, look. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, all them drops and shit, we ain't have no flow to our shit no more. Fuck y'all. <laughs> That's a fuck this y'all shit. Don't, y'all don't appreciate our drops and shit. We just gonna a let this shit. day party. Well, it's just day five. Ain't gonna be no day party today. Rain party. Yeah, fuck out of here. Yeah, um, so speaking, we're gonna do a nice little transition into. Let's just get right to the bullshit. All of these fuckity fuck. Um, policing of women's yeah, bodies, and not even well, mainly policing of women's bodies, but more importantly, making people decide on shit that they don't necessarily have time to decide on. So, um, Georgia, I th- believe it was the first one that passed some <coughs> shaky abortion laws. And now Alabama is. Yeah, there's the six weeks in Georgia. <laughs> people don't even know they're pregnant. And then what was Alabama? Nothing, nigga. Alabama is basically outlawing abortion um, if this actually does pass. Because it was like in no cases, like not even rape or incest. Yeah. Facing a ninety-nine year prison sentence, like who the fuck? And death penalty. I thought I heard. I heard I was on the floor for something. Like who? Who's really coming up with this shit? Like to where niggas? But actually, a, a woman was once that pushed one of those through. Yeah, that was the. Um, I think it was the Alabama governor. Yeah, well, she pushed one through. Um, I don't. I just don't understand that. Like. It's so, I, I remember my freshman year of college, I took a moral problems class and it made us think critically about stuff like this, like our opinions and why we have them and like thinking about it soundly. Cause it's just like, we were talking about that. It's like abortion and people who are pro-choice, pro-life. And it's like, okay, well you think about all these estimated circumstances, like you're pro-life, but which life? Let's say you having that baby going to kill the mother. That's acceptable. That is the only case where it is acceptable. Uh, Literally. So uh, I'll read the statement right quick. Okay. Um, 
And then actually the governor is a woman. Her name is uh, Kay Ivey. Um, the abortion ban uh, bans abortion. It makes it a felony. Any doctor to perform the procedure can face up to 99 years in prison. The abortion will only be necessary in order to prevent a serious health risk to the woman. But rape and incest are not exceptions. You got an 11-year-old that's pregnant by her rapist. That's her uncle. It's 2019. Like, what? And in 2019, I would wish that a lot of our views and a lot of our takes would be way more progressive and... We're regressing, if anything. Yeah, in line with the times. Like, dude, why are we putting so much stock into other people's lives? I will never understand that. Like, if somebody doesn't want to have a baby, let them have their choice to not have a baby. And that's the thing why I don't understand pro-life, because pro-choice is just that. Pro-life is not like, I mean, pro-choice doesn't automatically mean... Oh, get all the abortions. It literally means that you have the right to decide what you want to do with your own fucking body. Right. Like, so that's why I don't understand. Because it's like, okay, if you pro-choice, you can be like, okay, well, I'm a person that I will not have an abortion. But that don't mean that you are, you don't have to be against them. You know what I'm saying? Or for, you know what I'm saying? Or for them. Yeah, is, is pro-choice, being pro-choice is being pro-civil rights. It's be, yeah, it's pretty much being pro, I'm minding my black ass business. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to with your vagina. I'll decide what I want to do with mine. Like, that's it. That's essentially it. And to have people without vaginas, and I know I always get criticized because I'm very pro uh, women's rights and shit, but having people... It's nasty that you get criticized for being pro Oh, absolutely. Rights. Absolutely. But Especially on this platform. I know how niggas are, so... You always agree with KC. First man. of all, I'm right most of the time. Oh, that's a lot. Oh my god. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, just having people who don't know about that, never been in that situation, um, not even included the fact that a lot of people are including religion, which is totally out of this fucking spectrum at all. Like, it's that just has never a thing. Like I always had, I kind of had a conversation with somebody else about the separation of church and state. That's not really a separation of church and state. It's not at all. It's only when it comes to like church is running the fucking state. Okay. Yeah. Everything. Every. Every. Most of the stuff and decisions that people make, especially conservatives and Republicans, are based on the premise of religious views. That's all it ever is. But yeah, I know. I know that goes. Yeah, I, know. I really don't get it. I, I really don't. Either. I'm gonna sit my ass up. I was too comfortable. Especially sleep. in a day and time where we're overpopulated to begin with. Now, if you let them tell it, us uh, millennials not, you know what I'm saying, shooting up the club enough. But that's the thing. We are we don't have the monetary value that generations before us had. Like, yeah, in number value, it might be way higher, but in worth, it's not high at all. Oh, no, no, no. Like, if you, like, whenever you feel like entertaining yourself, go look at the inflation calculator. Yeah. And type in, you know, what you make today and put it for like 20 years ago or 30 years ago. Yeah, you'd be fucking rich. Like the the value of a dollar is not that great. So, yeah, I don't, I just don't get how people aren't like with the times. Like it's it's expensive. They're cutting back. I just read a horrific story 
um, last night about a lady in, um, I believe it was Houston, who was denied uh, food stamps. And she ended up killing her kids and herself because she had no, she felt like she had no way to take care of them without assistance. Like that's that's the world that we live in. Nobody, that's crazy. Like we don't have this abundance of money to just throw around and like kids expensive, bro, nigga. I'm expensive, so me adding somebody else to that shit is like crazy. So it's just it's wild to think that people are so happy to deny people of basic civil rights yeah like keeping people out of the country that's a basic civil rights like this is supposed to be the land of the free it's not it's never really been the land of the free (laughs) but that's a conversation for another day yeah definitely so look ladies uh be careful fellas be present Mm. Not only be present, but be mindful. Yeah, be cognizant of who, who, the clubs you're shooting up. Like, cause you, it might just be. You're you gonna know. get to a time where, like, maybe they're trying to restore the sanctity of like intercourse, where it's like don't have sex unless you're trying to procreate, kind of thing. Like old old age shit. Yeah. Uh, just like yeah. ruining sex for pleasure. Is that? I mean, was niggas did that a while ago? Uh, I know that's why I don't because I was never being pleasure. That's why I don't have sex. What? I can't see you. You knew though. Nope. <laughs> you felt the eyes, my nigga. Put Where's some, my omelet? To respect on my name, nigga. My Put omelet, me. please. <laughs> Anyways, moving along. <laughs> Scrambling eggs a long time ago. Moving along. All right, so that was a little bit of a rough story. So uh, <laughs> we'll move to some funny shit. Um, it was a video clip of Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> getting, getting drop kicked in Africa at a fitness event. Um, I don't know. I guess people, you know, feel like that nigga the Terminator. So you know, <laughs> oh, God. you got to protect yourself. That's that was the first thing I read. I'm pretty sure it was a satire, but it was fucking hilarious. Like, oh, yeah, African people really think this nigga is the Terminator. So, wow. <laughs> Niggas is really uh, afraid, but I'm glad to see that, uh, you know, he took it in his stride and shit. He, uh, you know, nobody got fucked up or anything. He didn't get hurt. So, it was just a funny, like, if you haven't seen that video, go watch that video. That shit is hilarious. He's just talking, minding his business, and you see, like, two feet. Coming into the screen and just kicking the shit out of him. So, uh, yeah, it, we had to break that because that was pretty heavy. Um, we have to, we have to talk about Gucci again. Mm. So Gucci is back once again, offending communities. Oh God. So. <laughs> uh so they had a they have a fashionable turban now (laughs) wow oh man and it was described on um, Nordstrom's website as a gorgeously crafted turban that will turn heads while keeping you in comfort as well as trademark style 
And if you looked at it, it's it's a it's a fucking seeky uh it's a turban like <laughs> like it's a turban. It's nothing fashionable about that shit at all. It's the same shit that if you were of brown descent, you'd be stopped by TSA for wearing. No, I see why they say <laughs> like yeah. it is fucking hilarious the fact that they are continuing to get away with this shit. Like I I, I really don't <laughs> a seven hundred and ninety dollar Gucci turban. Yes. And that's the thing. It wasn't that fucking long ago that they did the blackface sweater, and now they come back again. Three months. <laughs> they like we got you. We got y'all again. Don't worry. We're gonna back send somebody of, else. So yeah, uh, we see the blacks not gonna take it, but we maybe they will try it with them. It's like oh, Muslims don't wear Gucci. We can do it. Like it, nah, man. I, I don't get it. Stop making offensive shit. Just make clothes, t-shirts, and shit like that. Why? Who? Who's wearing a turban besides somebody that's the, that's their fucking religion where they uh, they have to wear that? That's part of their garb, a religious garb. Like, nobody's wearing a fucking turban. I'm damn sure not wearing a $800 turban. Shit, that's crazy. The fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. So, we'll see how, uh, we'll see how the community responds to that, you know. They said they already on some bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I don't get it. I don't wear Gucci. I don't wear most designers because I know them niggas on some fuck shit. So, yeah, yeah I, I would rather invest my money I'm in something else. I'm convinced a lot of y'all niggas that buy Gucci, that shit not even real. But that's <laughs> a conversation for another day. No comments. No. I'm not, I said that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> no I'm not touching it. Whatever. Is that all? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I want to keep it kind of light because there's some heavy shit going on. Like, just be careful out there. Kids is getting, like, abducted and shit. Like, at an alarming rate. People getting shot. Like That's why I be sitting in the house. I don't be doing shit. Man, Especially, now. Nah, I'm not doing... I'm really... I don't have nothing to do. You be I'm, here, bro. I'm yeah. actually about to put out friend applications. So, I need a new friend. Somebody to hang out with. Must be local, live in this city or the metro area. Okay, this is an ad. Um, must be reasonably attractive. Um, Why does that matter? So we can take pictures together. Um, somebody that is not super tall, but not super short, like five five. And um, wait, what? Well, you just completely flipped on the script. What? Most of your friends are on the shorter side. I know. <laughs> but maybe I want someone more like me. <laughs> if I'm picking, if I'm building a friend, nigga. Mm. And um, likes to drink tequila. Um, and that's pretty much all the requirements. Oh, and not a cunt bitch. Those are all the requirements. Must I be you single. You wanted somebody like you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to just shut your fucking computer and hit you with it. I was recording. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyways, like I said, must be single, okay, you gotta, and you can't have many other friends, because we have to be each other's main friend, and you can't have a nigga, because I don't have time for that shit, all my friends is cuffed up, and I'm friendless, okay, so, at this point, apply within, we'll get you the email later, all right, <laughs> You, you got an advertisement too? No. 
don't advertise, nigga. There's <laughs> a joke there, but I don't advertise, nigga. Okay. No comment. Mm-hmm. Keep your comments to yourself. I said no comment. You can't tell me to keep my comments to myself. I, can't. I already fucking I just said did. no comment. Shut the fuck up. The fuck? Like I said. Moving right along. <clears throat> I believe we do have an email this week. Oh. Yeah, I'm really just not shit. like yeah. <laughs> We do. And when I get to it, y'all know. So we had a listener write in and to voice some of their opinions on last week's episode. And then I think some shots at Hendrix. I'm not sure. Anyways. Awesome show and topic. Wow, thank you, sir. It actually does take a lot of work for me to come up with these things, but you know, it's all for the love of the you know the brand. <laughs> Anyways, I prefer the shut the fuck <laughs> up. Okay, I'm reading. I prefer breaking up with people in person. That way, a person can see it's real. Well, if you block them, they'll know. All that text and shit is weak. I think dudes who kind of Oh, th- these dudes who ghosts are kind of afraid to say something. Even though Kay said she ain't looking for shit, them niggas scary. So you ain't missing shit anyway. Kay, good job on your celibacy. Thank you. Because the area you're in. Yeah, fuck out of here. And what you're wanting, you're probably not going to find ever. That's not what he said, but I changed it. He said no time soon, but I know ever is really what he meant. Females do hold all the cards, Kay. Sorry. Bullshit. I feel most women can pick and choose where most men choose who pick them that is so false anyways um i think <laughs> that anyone who says they get bored easily that's a cop out hendrick said that and i'm like the fuck he's talking about how exciting is that nigga in a relationship hendrix can win a million dollars and he still ain't gonna be happy or excited if you feel like you might be building something with the person if you really putting your best effort into it ain't <laughs> shit boring about it I've been married for almost 10 years, and keeping a relationship strong ain't boring. It's hard work, and like you said, it's got highs and lows. You need, you do need a balancer, but we will get bored and just leave a woman alone. In a lot of cases, after we're done fucked, oh, after we done fucked, that is why cave boxes closed. You're damn right. Which alludes to Hendrix's point about putting yourself in fucked up situations. A lot of shit can be avoided if we just slow the fuck down. And that was from our listener, Chris. Thanks for writing in and sharing your commentary on how trash niggas are. I already knew. And I'm happy that now the masses know. Thanks to you. Hendrix? I slapped the shit out of Chris. Oh. (laughs) Okay. He made a very good point about me uh, not being excited about anything. You no. know, I like I like keeping it even keel. He's extremely lackluster person, so I'm sorry, ladies, if you're looking for any amount of energy coming from this one. But you're looking for monotone delight. That's your guy. Ain't that right, Hendrix? Pound no. it. You know, between the two of you, pound it, nigga. I d- did that already. Best friend. No. All right. So between Chris man. and Casey, what up? Um, you can just. Look at my friend pool and tell I'm fucked. It's not necessary. First of all, I'm a good fucking friend. You got me fucked up, and you got Chris fucked up because we just telling you about yourself. I don't need to know about myself. I live with myself. Every yes, day. you clearly. A lot of people don't know that they garbage. You know what I'm saying, or that they have questionable characteristics. Yes. 
All right, but we was just we was just talking about Aisha Curry, like not feeling like she's sexy, even though she wears fucking muumu at the beach. You can be like, sexy in a muumu. No, you can't. Then that, that that opens a broader conversation of what sex appeal is. Do you want to be beautiful or do you want to be sexy? Do you want to be attractive or do you want to just be hot? Not that anybody is hot like that, but yeah. But uh, Chris Lucky, I don't want to put his business out there. All right. Um, well, this seems like. Yeah. See, I, I take personal attacks personally. It wasn't a personal attack. It was a don't judging tell, by don't your. T- don't tell me about myself, nigga. I know. All right. No, you're fine, Chris. I tell him about myself all the time. He can suck a dick. I don't fucking like when you do it either. I don't care. <laughs> stop, stop it. You clipping the asshole. I don't I care. <laughs> Anyways. You editing this week. Not doing shit, actually. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> thanks again, Chris, for that. Um, hope we responded to everything that you made points on. Yes, thank you. The celibacy thing is actually not hard at all with the quality of niggas out in the world. And um, it's actually, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. It's cool. It feels good. Not wasting my time or energy or a box or walls on any of these motherfuckers. Hey, you got an umbrella? <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you want to write in, like our dear friend, that was a serious question <laughs> of the show, Chris. You can do so by hitting us up at ask two am podcast at gmail.com That is the number two. Send any questions, comments, or concerns into the show. We'll get back to you. Check it out. I'm mad you laughed about my question. That's serious, bro. It's, it's raining hard as fuck right okay. now. Okay, <laughs> we're indoors. You won't be for long, but <laughs> hopefully it'll be done raining before I go outside. All right. So, um, I have some questions for Minor Millennial for Casey this week. Um, I don't know. This week was a really, uh, I don't know. I guess alcohol does that. Like, I, I was thinking about a lot of shit. And oh, you think? All right. Question number one for you. <laughs> if you were to start your own podcast, what would the title be? And I want you to think about this long and hard because you keep it up, that day's coming. Nigga, I'll fire you before you fire me, nigga. Can't fire me. Okay. Um, I don't know. It would probably be something like, I don't know if I would have a podcast by myself. Somebody else had pitched to pitch me a show to do with them. And I think it was just something about like unfiltered or it was something like that. Like consider it unfiltered or consider it. Un- I have the names on my phone actually. But somebody pitched me a show to do with them. That's the only thing. I don't think I could do a, sh- a solo show. I would just irritate myself. Like even though Hendrix really actually participates when I'm on, when I'm ranting or when I'm talking, it's good to still like have him um, sit there and look. That's literally all he does. Is sit there and look. So because you have the memory of a two year old child. First of all, why are you in my business and why are you insulting me and two-year-old childs? Because you don't remember shit, so when you get cut off. And I know it's children, just in case somebody else want to be a, a teacher and train and shit. Anyways, um, listen, <laughs> like I was saying. What would be the name of your podcast? It, it doesn't have to be a solo simple, show. like Kicking It With Casey or some Nobody shit. Nobody wants to kick it with Casey. People Try do want to kick it with me. You a black-ass lie, nigga. You here kicking it with me, nigga. I have a responsibility. Okay. It, you it could get canceled. <laughs> okay, it's a lot. It's show canceling season, nigga. That's always look. I'm I'm <laughs> pleasantly surprised that we've lasted this long. 
Mm. It's mm. always fun explaining that. But anyways. No, it's not. At the end of the day. Well, see, I'm not actually dating anybody, so I don't really have to explain myself. Either. I don't have to explain myself either. I'm yes, grown. You do. Fuck out of here. You pissing somebody off right now. Your phone about to ring. Well, it's not live, but <laughs> it's going to ring as soon as you post it, though. Mm. You said what, nigga? <laughs> You just talked about how trash I was, like, and I don't give a fuck about nobody. Yeah. Okay, keep that side of energy. It's there. That's okay. the only energy I got, man. Okay. When you getting cussed out later, nigga, I don't say shit. Anyways. All right, question, since you don't have... You know. I just said kicking it with Casey, or the one we had was, like, considered it unfiltered, or, like, un... Something, it was something like that. Something about unfiltered. Because we both are, like, the the guy who was pitching it to me, we both are, like, extremely... We have... It's the complete opposite of me and Hendrix. He is in by no ways politically correct. He has fucked up views about everything. And we both just kind of, like... We actually debate and argue like that in real life. So, it was just kind of, like... It would just be a very... That kind of gets to show that y'all want the constant button heads and... Bicker and type of shit would definitely be that. No, because that leads to three hour shows, and we've been there and done that. So, you know, I don't think people want that. Uh, well, no, they do. They do, clearly, because we used to always get people right in us talking about how we don't like, want us to uh, disagree more. Like, so you want us to lie about our opinions? Like, what are we, this is yes. not debate class. Is, yes, that's what people want. Well, <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know exactly how to word this question, but. Okay. um. What is your opposite sex food? No, no. And I'm going to explain that a little okay, bit. because I have no idea what that means. Okay, so you're dating somebody of the opposite sex. What is one food that you cannot tolerate them liking? Because, you know, you have to be in close proximity with people. So, you know, what would be something like, oh, my God, you eat this? Like, no, nah, nah, bro, I can't fuck with you. It's not. I don't really get caught up in somebody's food like that. But the one thing that would be weird to me if somebody ate is, like, I wouldn't have nobody, like, cooking or heating up no fucking, like, chitlins or nothing in my house. Okay. That would be the one thing where I was just like, bro, you don't have to go to your mama's house where the fuck made that shit and eat that shit there. You're not heating that shit up in here. <laughs> you ain't about to stink my shit up. I, I think, for real. I think in light of recent events, mine would probably be, like, ramen noodles. Really? Yeah, if you put ramen noodles in your body in 2019. I, I had I some f- not too long ago. I don't think it was this year, though. It was definitely the end of last year. Like, them niggas literally fixed a porcelain sink with some ramen noodles, and that shit changed my whole perspective. Well, can you fix the front of my car? Because. <laughs> Stop hitting shit. Man. I actually was going to think about doing I was going to fix it with some Gorilla Glue. Hmm. It probably would have worked, actually. It's plastic. All right. So, my final question for you is with... Um, Ah man, um, attractive. What? You just burp? No. Mm. <laughs> Did you just lie, nigga? That's that. That's that nigga shit. See, uh, see, see, right. ladies, no mm. pussy. No. Mm. What do women get from getting married? Because I know marriage is a goal for a lot of women, but what do you guys actually get from getting married? What do well? I mean, I don't know if I'm because I feel like somebody was going to say this, so I'm gonna say it anyway. I don't know if I'm in any position to say that because I'm not married. To say what? No, I mean, what would you? Married. What do you feel like you would gain from getting married? Um, I don't really necessarily think it's because I actually had this conversation with somebody not so long ago. I'm actually trying to think of who it was. 
was talking to somebody that didn't believe in marriage. Damn, who was I talking to? And it was just like, what was the point? And we were arguing the points of marriage. I really can't remember. But anyways, um, oh, I remember now. Um, I guess, in my opinion, it would be, it's a commitment. That's the way I look at it. I think, because you are literally either married or single, technically. Yes. And so, with that being said, it's making a commitment. Um, I'm not even super religious. Obviously, everybody knows that. Um, but I'm no Bible thumper. I serve a mighty God, but I'm no Bible thumper here. And I would just say that um, I still feel like I wouldn't want to have kids outside of marriage. But I think it's that, to me, it's the stability of, like, in the acknowledgement. You know what I'm saying? To me, I know this is supposed to be a horrible comparison. and somebody going to be mad about this comparison. But to me, it's like... I'm deeming you worthy or you're the person I'm choosing. Like I'm choosing to roll with this person. It's like, this is if, if, if when all else fails, I am your number one draft pick. You're deeming me. This is my, you're proposing to me. You decided that I am what you want to share your, the person you want to share your future with. And I was like that. So to me, it's that decision to commit to a life with me. And I don't think that is something that just happens with just boyfriend and girlfriend. Okay. So, to me, it's really about the commitment. Like, oh, this person's choosing to share their life with me. That's what I think. And now we are moved through the rest of this life together as a unit. That's how I see it. So, I don't think that it's like, oh, what would would a woman get out of it? I think marriage should be, and it's supposed to be mutually, a a mutually beneficial thing. Like, now we're deciding and making this decision to be life partners and go through these things together. <clears throat> That's what I would say. Okay. I'm satisfied with those answers. Um, you gonna answer any of your questions? Do you have questions? I do. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I wanna ask this question now or make it the topic. What was the topic? <laughs> <laughs> that was a serious question. Like usually we talk about it, we just started. Well, I guess I'll use this. So answer your question. Would it will, oh okay, I'm gonna ask you your last question. I don't really care about the other ones. Um, what is what what do what is marriage to you, or like what is the purpose of marriage to you, or you do you not believe in marriage? I mean, I believe in marriage. I don't feel like I don't feel like it necessarily has a purpose in twenty nineteen. Okay, why don't you think that? Because I feel like people are on bullshit. Like regardless, like people can be on bullshit regardless. Like that marriage title does not mean. Oh no, I, I that's the thing. The marriage doesn't change. Anything. That's why I think it's stupid for women to be like, oh, well, maybe once we get married. Or, I think that's dumb. Like, the problem that you have before you decide to get married, which is why I think couple counseling is good, whether y'all are in a bad place or not. Like, I think it's bad to, and it's more reactive than proactive to go to counseling after yeah. shit is wrong. Like, after after y'all fucked up shit, like, oh, let's go sit in front of somebody else and talk. Bitch, I already hate you. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, though. So it's just like... <laughs> Like, I don't want to talk. <laughs> like, I just feel like we should be oh, more <laughs> proactive than reactive. Ooh. Like, I think that it should be a constant effort at building a strong a, a, a strong bond and a stable Oh, uh, man. 2017 memories. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but uh, that's just what I think. That's just what I think. Um, 
So what, nigga? You still laughing? I mean, it was a real life event, so that's funny to me. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't want to go to counseling. I already hate you. That's just real. So it's just like that's why I said. It. So it's important to be proactive instead of reactive. Don't like start trying to fix shit once shit is fucked up. It should be a consistent effort to always make sure you're investing and strengthening your relationship. In my humble opinion, obviously I don't have no nigga, so I don't know shit. But I'm just saying from what I believe to be true. Yeah, I mean, I f- I guess you can get to that. Um, I don't know. I really don't feel like it is anything to gain. Not saying that I don't want to do it. I've always been one of those. Oh yeah, can't wait to get married, settle down, and not have to worry about you know putting myself out there to be you know subjected to other people's shit. Like oh okay, somebody like me, I like them. Like we see, we're to- we see something with each other. You know, long term, like, yeah, go ahead and make that commitment. Like, that's how I look at it. But, uh, yeah. I guess marriage is more of a what a religious thing, I guess. No, marriage is a business. No, me. marriage is definitely a business. I'm not denying that. I'm saying, as far as like, from my perspective, because I'm like, oh, I wouldn't have kids if I'm not, if I'm married. If I'm not married, I'm not having no kids. So, it's, for me, it's more, and I'm not gonna, y'all know, but it's just like, I feel like. And I and it was a tweet or a Facebook post or something going on about this. Like, why is marriage too much of a commitment, but having a kid and being stuck with somebody for eighteen years, co-parenting, not too much of a commitment for some people? Because one actually is more like you you actually are going to raise that child together. Well, if you're present, you're actually going to raise that child together for longer than a lot of marriages last. That's at least eighteen years, or if not, you know, obviously life. You know, your parent job never ends. But that's 18 years at least, you know what I'm saying, co-parenting with somebody. But you that's not a big commitment. Niggas are shooting up all the clubs, but it's too much of a commitment to marry somebody. That's to me, is crazy. Like, I know way too many people, way too many niggas that hate their baby mamas or, like, you know what I'm saying, or niggas, females that hate their baby daddies. Like, y'all, at one point, y'all was fucking and, like, happy and shit. Or at least fucking. Oh. I don't know about the happy part. <laughs> It's a discussion. Um, I I I take it to you. Okay. But uh, yeah, some that came up, and I had some opinions on that, so I had to let you. You had to listen to it to give me your feedback on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just where I am with it. I just feel like I would want to have someone commit to me before we commit to creating life together. Yeah. I mean, that's a logical way of looking at it, but. And, I mean, and statistically, children do better in two-parent households. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to shake the, rock the boat with those statistics. But I'm just saying, statistically. Hi, I'm Andrews. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's outliers to every situation. Okay. I mean, my brother grew up with me. But nature and nurture. He One had day, all then. the right nurturing, but his nature was to be. That nigga Selfish. gonna put you in a sleeper hole one day and I'ma just laugh. He don't listen, so he won't know. Anyway, so um Don't you hate that? I think <laughs> that is uh that's it. Right? You said you for it, you you would get married. Yeah. I'm okay. I've always I know, cause been, I know it's like that new thing going around now where niggas are like, Oh, it's the government and why does it matter if we're just I've always been each other. the relationship 
I want to get engaged. Let's get married, type of nigga. Anyway, yeah, I want to flash mob. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like that's why like this time period in my life is like so surreal to me. It's like, I don't think I've ever like been like outside of something pseudo committed this long in like my entire life. Somebody about to text your phone. <laughs> My nigga, I'm not worried, bro. <laughs> I'm not worried. Then she must don't listen. <laughs> my nigga, I can fight, my nigga. Fuck out of here. Somebody about to scrub with your ass. Either that or he fucking all this cash shit because they don't listen. One oh, or the other. Look, man, I make sure all my people support me. You can't. F- look, that was my thing for 2019. Like, bro, don't talk to me if you don't listen to my product, my nigga. Fuck out of here. Support me. All right. In all my endeavors. See, I don't really be, I don't always be shouting out the show for people to support it because I know I be talking shit about talking. I gotta I remember what I said every episode. But see, that's the thing. This is your platform. This is your safe place. You can say whatever. Yeah, the fuck until they you catch me outside, nigga. How about that? That's why I'm about to go to my CCW, so yeah. then I can say whatever the fuck I, I just want. said. I can fight. I don't care. You gonna get your brother, your daddy. I'm going to get my CCW. Then I'm talking cash shit. Your baby daddy. I don't give a fuck. You said, wait, what was say? Yeah, I said that, nigga. I said I that. I said it regardless, nigga. Find, <laughs> find me, nigga. Catch me outside. I was. I will do location, nigga. I'll see you the location. Ooh, fuck out of here. This nigga ratchet for sure. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's going to wrap up mine in Millennium. I don't have to lay out. I don't know what <laughs> If you want to ask us any questions, you can do so. Bro, chill on me. Okay, no, yes, but we changed it eventually. Anyways, if you want, if you want to ask Hendrix or me any questions, don't. You can do so by this nigga here by emailing us on. Oh my god, bro! Email us at askwayampodcast at gmail dot com. That's the number two. You know, send any questions or whatever you might have in for Modern Millennial as well. And then um, you can also ask those questions on um, our social media platforms to AM Podcast. So, I don't have to lay out. What's next? Your part is next. Bro. Okay, well, I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> I'm just playing. I really did. But, because um, I can't remember, like, that, that break fucked me up. I'm all out of whack. We're going to talk about this because it was it was a question I was actually going to ask um, Hendrix, but I just decided to turn it into the topic. So we are going to talk about, oh, we're going to do that. We're going to do that pro black thing next week because uh, it's, it's too light of a podcast for us. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, cool things. Okay, so this week we're going to talk about accountability and toxicity. Woo! You like that, don't you? No, I don't. Why? That's exactly because this nigga toxic. Hendrix is toxic, y'all. Oh, I forgot his bitches don't listen. Well, listen, if y'all listening right now, coincidentally, he's he's distributed. I mean, exhibit extremely toxic behavior. Anyways, so um, I was listening to something and they were talking about Janae Aiko and um her songs. And um, they got me to thinking, because they were just like, oh, okay, she came out with the trigger freestyle. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Um, she came out with the uh, trigger freestyle, which I actually extremely enjoy. And I know she had dropped another song, Wasted Love, Wasted Love Freestyle. Mm-hmm. And um, and then she always does those things. She has, like, the Comfort In Freestyle and all that stuff like that. And then her songs in general, right? And she's always like, you know, 
barring these niggas up and tell you know saying we all talk about her experiences and her love life and everything like that and um this thing i was listening to they were saying like she doesn't take ownership and so that got me thinking on a little bit broader level and i'm just like they were saying like, her behavior was toxic because she never feels like it's her fault and so my question to hendrix and to all of you and i guess to myself obviously is if uh is it possible for someone to literally never be at fault? Because I actually don't know how I feel about this. Like, is it, can you literally just be the person that came with, like, just had several bad situations? Like, when is it, like, what, where does accountability and your own toxicity play into it? Like, can you really ever always be the victim? Hendrix, what do you, uh, what do you think? People, People can always position themselves into being the victim, but no, you are not always the victim. You are in charge of the situations that you put yourself into because you can come into a situation with an open mind and high hopes and everything. And once you get into the situation, you, you know, you see shit pop up. Actions are a little different. You know, shit happens and it's up to you to change that. Like nobody else can change that, but you It's up to you to change that. And a lot of people don't. And then they just, Oh, well, you know, he hurt me. Like, but you left yourself in a position to be hurt. So you can't cry wolf. If is that crying wolf stuff is actually happening? Yes. Okay. So riddle me this, where does victim blaming come into play? In relationships, I don't believe it does. I'm saying with your justification just now, because you were saying like, because that's the thing. That was the other side of the argument. And the thing that was running through my head is that, okay, I know people would say that if someone or if multiple people, like if you are, you know, you hear that all the time, like, oh, well, if you keep choosing the same type of people, uh, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? Or you knew when you know when this happened that this person was like this or you know all this something like like you know like these warning signs that's always the, the counter argument to someone being a victim and i'm like but at what point does that become victim blaming and the reason i say that is because in my opinion if you you pull fault off off of the person doing wrong if you're constantly like well you should have known better why are you dealing with that it's like okay i'm dealing with it but they're doing it this is the person continuously beating my ass or this is the person that's continuously cheating or this is the person that's like, why are we not actually acknowledging the fucked up behavior instead of acknowledging the response? It seems counterproductive because I'm like, that person is still going to be trash and they'll move on to be trash to somebody else. They'll move on to beat somebody else's ass. They'll move on to cheat on somebody else. So it's just like, why are we acknowledging my, you know, my experiences versus like this person's actual toxic ass behavior. I mean, I I believe it would be because you're at the forefront of the conversation. What like, do you mean? A lot of times people bring their situations to other people and I can't judge somebody that I don't have knowledge of. Like all I have is your take on that person. So, I mean, even if I do know the person, I know they on some bullshit. It's like, okay, I know they on some bullshit. You know, they on some bullshit, but you can't bullshit can't happen unless you let it happen 
Like bullshit can't happen to you unless you let it happen. And then there's so many things that goes onto that, into that as well, because psychologically, not even saying it is like we get complacent. Yes. And we get comfortable. And in my opinion, contrary to popular belief, most people that are abusive or are cheaters or are all these other things are not showing you that up front. And I find it, and it could be for men too. I'm not sure. I can't speak on that because I'm a woman, obviously. But I can speak for, I don't know, I can't speak for all women. But I can speak for <laughs> for women to a certain extent to say that from my experience of what I've experienced in my life and then from what I've you know, experienced as my peers and people that I might be close to, it seems as if, you know, for women, like, we can be, which is why, actually, I'll tie this in kind of to what I was saying last time we recorded, not last week, but last time we recorded kind of what um, Chris referred to in the email is that I, I say that men hold the cards and women don't because... I think it's only for a brief second. I think it's for a brief second that women hold the cards because we only get to decide if we want to entertain you or not. After that, we are no longer in control. Once a woman likes you or falls in love with you or whatever, common sense becomes a fleeting thing. And I'm not saying it is right, but I'm saying like everything is like, oh, okay, well, I like him, I like him, I like him. You know what I'm saying? You're, you don't even, like once you get to that point where you're like, okay, I like this person, you kind of throw caution to the wind a little bit. So now it's like, you could be like, oh, I want to talk to you all the time. And you like kind of like, oh, well, he has to call me because I don't want to be a fucking crazy bitch. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like now <laughs> everything is in this nigga's hands because now you like him. So I do think initially, yeah, that first like, I'm going to give you the time of day is up to a woman. But after that, it's all like, oh, does he like me? I like him. I want to see him. But I don't even want to see me. Like, everything is like that after the fact. So I'm just like, I think it's kind of the same thing. Like, so once that woman likes you or once she falls in love with you, especially if you weren't that monster at first, and then it's like you are five months in or three months in or a year in, and that's the first time he hits you or the first time he cheats or the first time you, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Now it's not as easy to be like, I need to get the fuck on because of the complacency that happens within relationships. You get complacent and you get comfortable. Now it is some part people that will get the fuck on, but that doesn't always happen. Like realistically, it don't. We are all guilty of standing relationships longer than we should have. True. All of us are. I don't care how great you feel like you've been doing all your self-care and you, you love yourself and you're super confident. We have all stayed <laughs> in a relationship longer than we posted. We have, we, we stayed past the due date. The milk is curled, curdled, whatever the fuck it's spoiled. We were, we were still there. We stayed too long. We're all guilty of it. So it's just like all relationships don't necessarily have these extreme problems and issues. But you know what I'm saying? Like I've stayed too long in a situation where it's just like we just work better one. It was just like we say we stay too long. So it's just like we, you know, saying that we 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 shouldn't have got back together. Like my like that my college boyfriend, when we got back together the last time, it was like that yeah, we shouldn't have done that. (laughs) Like we ain't had no business. Even still talking, we should just let well enough alone. Like, so it's just like you know, it, it, but it's like you get comfortable and complacent. I was off and on dating for six years of my life. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, that was all I knew. So it was comfortable. And so you stay in that place. And so I guess to really then back to the topic, I think it's just like, that's why I feel like it's not, it's, it becomes victim blaming because like sometimes you are fighting to get out of that conversation. I mean, out of the situation, but that's just what pe- I think that's what people say. Like everybody has their own breaking point. So right. as you can, and then it's always easier looking from the outside. Cause you can be like some, your friend or your family member going through the scene. Like, bitch, I would it's not fucking with that nigga or I, I would never let a nigga hit me or do like it's so easy right. to say that shit on the outside when you're not in the situation because you don't know how they got to that point you don't know what kind of mind crazy voodoo they didn't work on the person to make them feel a certain way or break down their insecurity so much stuff goes into that when people stay and fuck up situations but it's just like that's why I said I'm not quick to victim blame in that fact and like and I, and I also feel kind of triggered by this because I feel like in most of my situations, I'm always just like great and getting done wrong. So I'm just like, with that being the case, I mean, like, but that's your perspective. Like you can only have your perspective from the situation. I mean, that that's the live. reality. I mean, okay. Honestly, yes, of course it's the perspective that I have, right. but that, but that's really what's been happening. It's if your I'm, perspective and it's your reality. That's the reality of what happens. No one's going to be like, oh, well, actually, never mind. Niggas do do that. So I'm actually not surprised by your question. Because I'm about to say, no one's going to be like somebody getting their ass beat and be like, oh, why did you stay? No. And be like, or no, or like, why are you going to be like, oh, well, no, no. Sorry. No. Pause. I'm going to wind my example. No one's going to say to the girl getting her ass beat or the guy and say, oh, are you, I mean, did he really hit you or is that your perspective? Because that's essentially what you're saying. Like, no. I mean, but from his perspective, I was restraining her and she bumped her head on the coffee table and that's how her eye black. Like, if we talking about arguing what a perspective is, no. of course everybody's perspective is going to be different than that. I was just on that situation. Your situation. It's the like, same. Yeah, it's your, that's how you perceive it. Oh, I'm She perceived nothing. he punched her. It's the same thing. We talking, no, we arguing two different perspectives. No, he actually punched her. Like, it's evidence. Yeah, then the nigga that, actually fucked me over. All evidence. of them. That's yeah. evident. They're trash. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we arguing here? Perspective? Yeah, it's just, every, look, any form of... Cause actually, Abuse. I was having this, I was literally having this conversation with my friend yesterday. Cause she was saying like, her boo was asking her like, you know what? Well, why are you single? Like, you know, you're such a great girl. And she's like, I don't know. I don't be doing shit to these niggas. And that's kind of like we 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 were the same in that. Well, no, she got a nigga, so we ain't the same in that way. But we're the same in that way. As in, it's just like we just meet shitty guys. And I and I you and. Before I got to the point where I'm at now, where I, you know, concluded and I settled and I live with the fact that I'm just one of the people that's just meant to be alone and, you know, I'm supposed to, you know, Chubby, Tracy Ellis Ross's shit out and get the fuck on. I actually was Googling statistics for non-married, never married women with no children because usually those things don't always, it's not usually all of that. Mm. I was trying to find a statistic for that, but it's actually really hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... Before I got to that point, I used to battle with the idea of being like, well, damn, like, what is it? Because if I think about people that I know that are happy or content in relationships, it's like, you know, that person is like really enthralled in them. And and I'm just like, well, I don't know what it is because I always meet niggas that either don't appreciate me or don't see me. You know what I'm saying? Like, people cannot see value in you, no matter how valuable you are. 
especially men, they treat women like dis- it's disposable a lot of times. True. So it's just like you can't make someone see value in you. And that's really what it comes down to. Like what she was saying, like, I don't be doing none of these niggas. Like, cause especially if you, every time you date with somebody, you date or you talk to somebody or you, you know, y'all progressing and moving forward and you putting your all into the situation and you're just like, it falls apart. You have no idea what happened and nothing. It was no red flags. And it's just like, oh, I don't know what happened. And it was just like, we stopped talking or it gradually faded out or, you know what I'm saying? Or they ghosted all these plethora of things that could have happened. And you're just like, I don't know what happened. I ain't do shit. I, I wasn't. I wasn't cheating. I was well. I guess you can't cheat on somebody you're not with. But I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't talking to nobody else. Or I wasn't being overbearing. I wasn't being weird. I wasn't being crazy. Like that's what I mean by saying like the perspective. Of, like oh, these niggas just either I talk to people and they're not really interested in me, or niggas are trash or both. Which is where I kind of landed my plane. I landed my flyer jet. And he's just not that into you, and he's just not that into anybody but himself. Which is the reality most of the time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all. Uh, I just think it's all like a, a case by case basis. Like you can't, in a lot of these situations, especially now, you can't take, um, you can't make general generalizations about anything. Like everything is what you're going through, what you feel like you've done, what you. You know what I'm saying? What you feel like you deserve, what you feel like you're worth, and trying to figure out, you know, why that's not correlating with somebody else. Because, I mean, you might feel like, you know, and you should, but you might feel like you deserve the world. And the person that you might be talking to does not have that same feeling about you. Mm. And I'm not saying that you, you know, should know that but you should kind of gain that knowledge in a, a very short time span like it, it's it's all kind of i'm not gonna say red flags but like pay attention just pay attention to people but people say that and, and that's just really not the case pay most attention times. to people and be patient be patient you i don't believe that you really ever know somebody because People change. Like people are ever evolving. So yeah, and niggas play roles for life. Like yeah, that too. That too. A lot of niggas just like trying to portray what you want them to be. And yeah, I mean, you can you can definitely fall for that bullshit. Being you know what I'm saying. Being honest, like a lot of people can fall for bullshit, and. That's why I don't get mad. Like, a lot of people ask me, like, about me and you. Like, oh, well, she called you trash and this and that. Like, that's how she feels about me based on what happened with me and her. And I'm not here to disagree with how she feels. Like, you know what I'm saying? The shit that I did, I own up to shit that I did. And, yeah, that's that's it. I, I might not feel like I did X, Y, and Z, but if she feel like I did X, Y, and Z, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, no, nah, she tripping, she wilding, like, yeah, no, nah, she was crazy, that bitch did X, Y, and Z, like, no. Nah. Like, I let, you know what I'm saying, you have to let people have their perceptions, and a lot of people feel like people are a lot better than they actually are. Like, if you look at people in general, people are really trash. Oh, no, people are horrible. And one of the things that I learned, um, I think it was like a couple of years ago, I had an epiphany, and like, 
nobody's problem is as big as your problem. Oh, yeah. I've been saying that for years. I mean, it's facts. But everybody works in that same way. And that's what I feel like a lot of people don't You are on that. Like, we are. I think people don't realize that you are literally an island. Yeah, exactly. And because, like, I read a a good amount of self-help books or whatever. And that's always the overarching thing. It's just like. You can't make somebody else the star of your movie. If you, we are all in a role in this life, and we are the star of our fucking show. We are the star in our movie. You have co-stars, you have guest appearances, you have reoccurring characters. Okay, but at the end of the day, you're always going to be the star in your own show. But that's everybody, because they're the star of their shit. Yeah. And what you can do is make somebody else the star of your shit. Because honestly, like, I know it's so many people that look down on me or feel bad for me or pity me when I talk about, like, being single or, like, not dating or, like, you know, feeling like I want to be celibate and all stuff like that. But this is the happiest I've ever been, and it's because I concluded that it was just the best thing for me to do. Because, like, I what, by me choosing this life was what I did, discovering self-love. Right. It was figuring out that this is what the reality is because when I did date and when I was open to people, my experience was what they were. So it's like now it's just like me discovering self-love and discovering I'm not going to deal with certain things anymore is which I is why I decided to be by myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, but some people are like, oh, I'm sorry. I was talking to my nail lady. And she's like, oh, you have any, you, you're married? And I'm like, no. She's like, you have any kids? And I'm like, no. She's like, a dog? <laughs> like, no, bitch. <laughs> no, just me. <laughs> it's just me. But it's just like, it, it's so many people can't even fathom that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and it's not, nothing is, everything is never everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, not no one thing is never going to be everything. Like, you're not going to ever be like, oh, like, this relationship is flawless. Like, you're like, oh, yes, being alone is flawless. Like, of course, sometimes it might be lonely. Just like, sometimes you might want, you know, it's it's people being in relationships wanting stupid shit. Like, I want to sleep in the bed by myself one time. Like, it'd be stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Where it's like, on the other side, you're just like, oh, it'd be good to have some company every now and then. But niggas so trash, you'd be like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like we've standard deviated our way away from the fucking topic. That's what we do. Um, I say all this to say that I disagree with Hendrix. <laughs> I say all this to say that I do feel like it's not, like, I don't think it's toxic, like, the way they were saying that her being like, oh, you so it's always the other person, and like, what did you do to deserve this to be treated that way? I don't just don't think that's a thing. I don't like that logic. I don't like that thought process. It's just like I didn't do anything to get treated badly. Like, <laughs> like that's that own that that's that's that other person that's treating me badly issue. That has nothing to do with me. What would be my what would be an issue on me is if I decided to keep letting it happen. Yeah. Then I'm at fault. But that person treating me badly is not me. That has nothing to do with me. So yes, no, I am continue. I'm the victim. If every time I meet somebody or the people that I meet treat me badly, 
and I get the fuck on. Those are, I'm still the victim. I'm still the person that got done wrong and got the fuck on regardless. Now, if I decided to sit there and I'm like complaining about it, like, oh my God, this person's horrible to me, but I love them and I don't want to leave. Now you can call me stupid. And now you can say that's my fault. But to me, I just feel like if you're in for like, if I'm just like, oh, this nigga's trash, this nigga's trash, this nigga's trash, this nigga's trash, and I keep getting the fuck on because I see them to be with who they are, then that would literally, like, how am I at fault? Would be my question. I don't think you would be at fault because you're being progressive instead of reactive. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I see. I see what, all right, I see what you're about. I'm out. Uh, yeah. Like, I I was speaking more so about the, oh, okay, yeah, this time number four, five. Oh, ten. yeah, no, I was, that's why I was using the example of me and Courtney. It's just like, you just keep meeting trash ass people you just like okay well i don't know what the fuck is wrong with me you know what i'm saying like why do i keep attracting this quality of people and he's like so it's like i guess cause I that mean, was the point they were making like oh well, that's what i was kind of that's toxic saying about like patience and shit like every everything comes to the life so you'll be able to see things in people if you wait long enough and i'm I'm not saying oh, okay you know just give it a couple months no for some niggas you gotta wait a while like a while and i mean i can take like chris as example like chris and his wife they dated and then chris got married and divorced and they dated again and then they got married like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so a lot of times, like, you can be in a situation with somebody and be like, I, right, you know, ain't really working. Like, this nigga on some bullshit, blah, blah, blah. And let it breathe. Like, niggas don't let shit breathe now. Everything has to be instant. Like, we got to click. You got to answer my phone calls. You got to text me back. When I say I want to see you, I got to see you and I'm shit niggas, like that. So like, I don't have no. <laughs> like, so... Yeah, sometimes you got to let shit breathe. Like, if somebody's not making an effort or the effort that you want them to make, let that shit go. It might come back, might come around. People might act, you know what I'm saying, act a little bit better. Like, you never know what you have until it leaves, honestly. You want to be truthful about it. Like, you you never know what you have until it goes away. Yeah. And then you be like, oh, okay, yeah. And it don't even have to be, like, all positive. Like, oh, I miss certain aspects of this person. Yeah. And then, oh, okay, well, damn. You know, it's been eight months. Like, this person has completely changed. Like, this person got better. They didn't find themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Their financial situation is better, X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah, sometimes it just takes time. And I don't feel like we're patient enough as a people to, like, not be not put ourselves in those situations like so yeah it's not a, a a fact of victim blaming it's just i look at things from the way i would play it and i'm like you not playing it the right way you know everybody's coaches to other people's lives so yeah yeah like i said it's all about perspective like you might feel like you know this person is the greatest person in the world is somebody else, but like, yeah, nah. No, but I've, I've definitely told that story before because just like, I'm sure it's someone, I'm the, I'm sure I'm the villain in somebody's story because it's probably someone that was interested in me and I probably was like blowing them off and not giving them time of day. Like we've all have that in our past, you know what I'm saying? Because that's just life. We, the people you want don't want you and the people who want you, you don't want. That's everybody's life. Like that's literally 
everybody's issue. <laughs> like, and then the people who are in relationships, the people that's like, oh, I want you. You want me back. That's that's how I, I look at life. It's like literally like all the single people was like, I want somebody, but they don't want me. Well, actually, this is the singlest I've ever been in a long time. But, but like, that's what I was saying earlier. It's like, dude, I was always that guy. It was like back to back. Like, shit, I've started relationships in relationships. I believe you. You're definitely like, the type. See, I haven't even, I've, honestly, I haven't had that many relationships. Because before I dated Hendrix, I was single for like three or four years before. So it was like, I haven't really had that many boyfriends. It's just that, so I'm not like a serial dater at all, but it's just like, usually, I mean, you know, you know how, you know how this generation is. Y'all, you have a boo or somebody you like or somebody you talking to, you know, everybody talking, talking or somebody you dating or someone like that. So it's like, I've always like, this is the first time in my life. I didn't have nobody I was talking to, hanging out with like, hey, my phone don't ring and I'm like, oh, it's going to be someone. It's probably my group chat or Hendrix harassing me. Like, it's never like, oh, it's like, it, oh, my boo. Or like, I, this is the first, that's what I said, this is the most single I've been in a long time where it's not, I'm not even like dating nobody or talking to nobody or nothing like that. I'm just like living my best life, like just minding my black ass business. So that's what I'm saying. Like, majority of time, it's like, okay, the people who are single <laughs> are, you know, probably either in some kind of situationship. Like, it's not a lot of people that are like really fucking single. Most people, you in a situationship where you fucking somebody, or you doing some shit like that, or you want somebody, they don't want you, somebody holding you and spinning you, and then I guess people who are in relationship, people who got it right, they actually like somebody who like them back, <laughs> and they got in relationships. That's why. That's why I assume. That's how it makes sense in my head. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to ask, and Hendrix with a relationship advice. Why? <laughs> why? You clearly experienced, nigga. That don't mean I'm good. Nigga. No, you obviously not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, that's another thing we gotta we gotta start doing. Just because you've been doing some shit, don't mean you good at what you doing. I I've been running into a lot of people saying that shit lately. Like I don't give a fuck about longevity, my nigga. You trash. Yeah. So yeah, just take that. Just take that into account, man. I mean, just think about it. Like I said. I was triggered hearing that because I definitely feel like it's possible. Like, I think it's possible for you to always be the person that gets the short end of the stick. Every guy, everybody. I've been living my life like that, so I don't know. Everybody got different noses. Everybody smell different. I don't know what I mean. So, toxic to you might just be normal to somebody else. So Well, they were saying that behavior is toxic to assume that you're always the victim and, like, but I mean, I don't know if they were being sarcastic. I don't know what they were being sarcastic or whatever. But to me, it's just like, I do think that. And I know some people really do like, oh, you can't, you're not always a victim. What did you do? And it's just like, no, I ain't do shit. <laughs> I was sweet to them, considerate. I was respectful. <laughs> it's nice. You aren't sweet enough, fucker. No, I'm always sweet. That's why I'm just like, oh, well, you know, niggas didn't deserve me. Keep moving on. But it's like, it's my other black ass business. So I guess that's going to wrap it up. Uh, I think we touched on everything. Um, if you want to add anything to this topic, if you have some commentary of your own, you can um, hit us up and submit that by um, emailing us at as, ooh, sorry, it's 2 a.m. podcast at gmail.com. That's the number two. Um, if you have any commentary on the topic, you can uh, hit us up that way. What? No, you're not over there burping. I didn't burp. Actually, I had a hiccup, and it was like at the one in the beginning and one at the end. It was weird. Anyways. <sighs> What's up? What's up? You know? 
Grinding your gears. Uh, grinding my gears this week is getting old. Look, <laughs> just Granddaddy Hendrix. Just you know, just that that year changing, like on a speedometer and shit. Like just that, it's, it's frustrating. It's a little frustrating. You know, I'm getting. I guess I'm coming of age because a lot of most people nowadays don't get their shit together until like their thirties and shit. So coming of age and this week I really took assessment of what I was doing and what I was not doing and it led to some very interesting conversations that I had with myself so I appreciate that like you know the knowledge and wherewithal to actually you know discuss shit like a lot of people feel like you know that whole talking talking shit out even though you don't have like a a ear a listening ear just talk just express your shit get your shit off and move forward from it and like just just make sure that you know you and your best possible mind and go from there i feel like you know especially once you reach a certain age you know a lot of people put you in this box like now you left this older box you know what i'm saying you left this old box now you're in this new box and you know, don't pay attention to what other people's expectations are. Don't pay attention to what other people are actually accomplishing and shit like that. Focus on you, stay in your own lane, and um, yeah, just be be you mainly in in this world full of sheep and um followers. Just just be yourself. Absolutely. So yeah, getting older and having those kind of thoughts is grinding my gears. Okay. So what's grinding your gears? All right. Let me see. Oh Jesus Christ. Well, first of all, this is not grinding my gears, but shout out to me. I finally finished all my classes, and I'm done, stressed over, and I need to get my fat ass in the gym so I won't be alone and ugly. Um, And, okay, so I have two things grinding my gears. The first thing is something small. Okay. Um, I hate, <laughs> and this might just be my old depressed ass, easily irritable ass. But, like, somebody was texting me, and, like, they do it every time they text me. And, like, I... Actually, I think somebody else did this to me, too. I don't know. But it's this thing, like, when somebody's like, oh, how are you? And, like, anytime somebody asks me how I am, I always say, okay. Because I feel like you don't really want to know the answer. Anyway. No, you're just waiting to spew your bullshit. No, I always say, okay. No, I'm saying the other person's waiting to spew their bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's just like, oh, how are you? I'm, I'm okay. You're like, I'm, 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 okay. I'm okay. How are you? You know what I'm saying? That's usually my all my go-to response. Like, it don't matter who the fuck it is. Like, I just always say that. Like, it don't matter. And literally, they're like, every time, they're like, just okay. Ain't that what the fuck I said? Yes, yes. I'm okay. I'm a just okay. I feel like it's a figure of speech. It's like... How are you with such a shit? That might be worse to me than what you're doing. Cause it's like, you don't really give a fuck. You might actually give a fuck about what I'm doing. You don't give a fuck about how I am. Realistically. You don't care. So I feel like you've been like, oh, just okay. It's just irritates the fuck out of me because it's just like, I think that might be up there when niggas ask me what I want to do for fun. Of <laughs> questions I fucking hate. Fun things, nigga. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just hate that shit because it's like every time it's like, just okay, yes, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. I just said what the fuck I said, okay? Mm-hmm. No, that's the first one. The second one. Well, you always tell me that you are alive, unfortunately. So exactly, <laughs> but I can say that to you. Somebody else. Why? Would be like, 
Why? Like I'm here still. Don't worry about it. Just like I might want to. I was telling my dad that before. I was like, yeah, I'm like I'm convinced, and I know for certain that it's probably gonna take them like a week to find out how to die because my body gonna be in this bitch decomposing. Ain't nobody gonna know because I don't really talk to nobody regularly like that. And he was just like, oh my god, you're so morbid. I'm like, duh. <laughs> um, anyways, my um, <laughs> what? I just imagine him saying that as well. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, we literally had a conversation like the other day, last week, on uh, Sunday. But anyways, yeah. So um, the other thing that's grinding my gears is dating at 30 and uh, or around 30. And what real dates are. like. And the reason I said it is because I just feel like I'm not young anymore necessarily. So, like, the little things that was entertaining to me when I was young is just not sexy anymore. So, um... Why were they sexy, then? Y'all let, y'all let niggas get away with a lot because of it's not, not. I'm like, not literally sexy. I'm just using it as expression. No, but I'm, I'm saying, like, it's, not it's okay when I'm, like, 18 or 21. And you're like, oh, let's get a bottle and chill. And it's just like, okay, I guess. But now I'm fucked up and dated. I don't do that shit no more. And second of all, it's like... You like nigga, put on a college shirt and make a reservation. And I'm not even saying like, oh, spend all your money because we can go Dutch with your broke ass. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, put on a college shirt or something, or let's just go somewhere. Not the movies because you can't talk. Go to dinner. We can even do an activity. Let's go go karting. Let's go rock climbing. Let's go to airtime. I don't care. But I'm saying like the whole I'm a pull up on you because it literally was like oh my nigga was like oh I want to hang out today. I'm like oh okay cool. What did you want to do? And he was just like, I was thinking we can just like go for a walk. I'm like, oh, so far, so good. That's cool. No. And smoke. I don't fucking smoke. That's not an activity. Like, I am not a blunt and bottle bitch. I know I said that before on his show, but I'm going to keep the same energy. No. At this age, I do not want you to pull up with me with nor blunt nor bottle. Well, Tate, we can go somewhere. Let me say this. Unfortunately, you are still on the younger spectrum of that equation. So. Man, that's an issue because this bitch is 36, 37. That, that are cool with a blunt and a bottle date. It's huh? 40 year olds. That's Ooh. just not a date. <laughs> Ooh, what you got? That's not, but I'm just saying it's not a date. Like, if this, if you're my nigga, or even if it's my boo, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if it's somebody you already talking to, it's like, it's cool to be like, oh, yeah, what you doing? I'll like, oh, fall through. I'm going to get a bag. You know what I'm saying? What you want to drink? That's cool. We're already dating, but the first time you want to hang up, hang out, you're not about to be like, "I want to pull up on you, got a blunt." What, sir? First of all, I don't smoke like that, so I'm not appeased. And then secondly, it's like, can we go out in public? I want to see if you know how to tip. Like, <laughs> like we need to focus on real things. You want to know how to nigga? <laughs> Like, let's date as adults. Wait, you don't know, know what the nigga know how to tip. Does the nigga know how to read, my nigga? That's a good All question. Right. Yeah, read the menu. So, let's put that in perspective. Well, I hope he knows how to read. <laughs> Niggas that ask, Ooh, what's calamari? Like, All right. Oh. Date's over. Oh, yeah, I'm not going out with nobody but that. <laughs> What's calamari? You got calamari? What's that? I told you I sat there with somebody that would let the bill sit there. And not, and not, it's not that I cared. That nigga let that bill sit there for, we were there for a whole hour and a half. Because we both was waiting. Trying to see what's going to happen. That bill was sitting there the whole time. And I was just like, all right. As soon as the waitress came back and checked on us, I was like, can you split this? And he like, oh, no, no. She don't got to split it. And handed me $7. His food was 6 I said, oh, okay. 
No tip or no taxes. But see, nothing. Okay. We're not rehashing old conversations, but all right. What? Nothing. Nothing. You got to look past that surface level, my nigga. That surface level? <laughs> no, I'm saying you got to look past the surface. Obviously, oh. that was a $7 nigga before y'all went out. But you didn't see that. That's what I'm saying. I see. What I'm supposed to ask for their credit score, their bank account? Like, send me y'all a, a screenshot your credit karma. No, like, my nigga, all right, cool. Let like, me see your check. So, I'm going to have to, you know, honestly, yeah, niggas going to have to apply for the puts like they're applying for a new house, nigga. You trying to get into this apartment, nigga? I need to know. If you try to park that shit up in this bitch, I need you. I need to see references. I need to see your pay stubs, proof of employment. I need to see all that shit. What's your license plate number? Yeah. You got to. Yeah. Because, like, niggas going to be having cars, houses. They going to be having oh. shit. Hey, people be so fucked up when they realize I didn't do the background check on them. Like, them niggas be shook. Like, damn, how you? Like, yeah, I know all that, bro. I'm not for, nah, not for play play, my nigga. That's wild <laughs> that niggas out here doing that. Stop dating. <laughs> like, why are y'all doing that? I'm definitely doing the background check. But I feel like that's why niggas date younger girls. Because you could pull up on the 18-year-old. Or the twenty-one-year-old. I'm not speaking. What a bottle and a blunt. To a twenty-one-year-old. You say that now. One about to sweep you off your feet. Shit. Like hi, Noli. Sorry, steady. Hi, Noli. Look, get your little ass on somewhere. Okay, I'm gonna fuck your life up. Two up, two down. That is my limit. Twenty-two. No. <laughs> <laughs> two below, two above. Nigga, please. And I'm sketchy on that two above. That's, I'm about to say, you definitely out. have a. Hendrix is on some bullshit. He's lying because he definitely has an old lady fetish. No, I don't. Wasn't you fucking around with a whole bunch of old bitches at one point? No. I think you're lying. I remember you telling me some shit. No. Mm-mm. Yes. Yes. No. Okay, I guess, yeah, he got my memory today because I feel like I remember him telling me about some story about some old cougar holes he was fucking with. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> I don't like how you looked at me. <laughs> All right, so we um we've taken up enough time. Okay. Anyways. All right, guys. That's gonna wrap up the show. He just does everything in a very lackluster way when I try to be like full energy blasts on y'all niggas and shit. Direct some right, full energy at you. Suck a dick, nigga. <laughs> full energy these. Okay. Anyways. Uh, I'm about to piss all on your toilet seat. That's disgusting. You gonna lick it up, nigga. Whoa. Fuck out of here. Anyway, Don't sorry. Me with a good time. <laughs> so y'all heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> this is how doing go to showers on himself. I don't know how it works, but apparently he figured it out. Anyways. All right, y'all. Let's go wrap up the fucking show. See, you said you wanted high energy, but my high energy is weird. So. Yeah, you a fucking weirdo, bro. Anyway, how can they reach you, bro? No. Um, you can reach me on all social media platforms at uh, Noli Hendrix. That's N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. Um, I recently um got Snapchat again. That's Noli Hendrix eighty nine. Oh God. Um, I don't be his OnlyFans premium account. I should, but um, you should. I'm taking all the previous proceeds are going to my uh. Nothing. <laughs> you made that terrible decision. Uh, so all the more reason, nigga, for you to pay. <laughs> I wasn't there. Uh, here now, nigga. 
<laughs> I'm here now. <laughs> That's old news, nigga. Okay. <laughs> Fuck out of here. All right, where can I reach you? Sign up for the OnlyFans. All right. Um, <laughs> you can reach me at K underscore in real life. K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook at K C Cow. And I ain't gonna be on my snap because it's in my bio on my Instagram, so yeah, I'll figure it out. Uh oh, link in bio. Look out. No, nah, okay. Okay, we're gonna put your OnlyFans. Look, check out, look back on uh, Hendrix, <laughs> Hendrix page for that link nah, to man, that I'm premium. Sp- uh, I started snap. OnlyFans. I'm spamming. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Swipe up, bitch. <laughs> I'm about to die. All right. If you wanna reach the show, you can do so it. Don't. <laughs> Shut up, nigga. Damn, I'm about to have me die over here. <laughs> Email the show. If you want to reach the show, you can do so at the 2 a.m. podcast on Instagram, I'm not Facebook, and on Twitter, all social media and platforms. That's right. Check Hendrix out. <laughs> I'm not responding. Fuck out of here. If you want to talk to me, you got to be up a mind because that's that's the shit. All right. Um, and then if you want to really talk to me, you could do so by hitting us up in the email. That's my domain as 2am podcast at gmail.com. The number to send any questions, comments, concerns, you want to voice your opinion on anything we discuss on this week's episode or any other fucking episode. You know, if you're catching up, whatever, you can do so. Hit us up in that email, whatever. We'll get back to you. Read a lot on the show. Whatever's good. Whatever's Randy. Um, Hendrix, what? do you have any <laughs> last words? Yes. Uh, remember, millennials, what? never say Randy. It's 2019. All right. Well, fuck you very much and have a great day. Yeah,